Welcome to Growing in Grace, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. And now, here's the hosts of Growing in Grace, Mike Kapler and Joel Berizaki. Welcome to Growing in Grace. I'm Joel Berizaki and Mike Kapler, my friend, is with me getting together to talk about the the goodness of God and His grace. It's good to be here with you. And uh, we've been kind of looking in Ephesians for the last uh, few programs. And we'll probably just kind of pick up uh, where we left off on you know some of the thoughts we might have talked about before or uh, maybe come up with some new thoughts on, uh, on this uh, pretty cool letter that Paul has written. I don't know if Paul would ever consider his letters cool, <laughs> but I think they're cool. I like them. But anyway, I suppose uh, I should ask how you're doing today, Mike. <laughs> well, doing good, Joel. Looking forward to getting back into Ephesians. You know, we we, we started out in chapter 1, of course, and, and just verse by verse, I was just amazed as we were reading, even as, as we were reading these verses uh, last program, I was just sitting there thinking, wow, you know, how many times have I read these? And, it, and that's what's so cool about the Bible, God's Word. It's It's alive. It's not just a book. It, uh, it can bring something fresh and new and speak something to you that you never quite caught before, even after you've looked at it hundreds and perhaps hundreds and hundreds of times. And so um, never get to the point where you say, I've heard this before. You know, the Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. And it doesn't say that faith comes by having heard the Word. It comes by hearing, and it's kind of an ongoing thing. I like what you're saying there that it's 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 never going it, to the word of God, you know, the words that Paul wrote or or the words that uh, you find elsewhere in scripture, it's always going to be fresh and new when when the when the very spirit of God, the one who raised Jesus Christ from the dead is in us and is teaching us and is uh, helping us along the way. So it's always good to to reread and reread and go over things again, uh, even if even if it might you might think it might be a little bit boring at first. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I know, and I'm sure most people listening, if you've even read the Bible, a, a, you know, quite a bit, uh, you know that you can always pick up something new, no matter how many times you've looked at it. Uh, it's it often referred to as revelation. That's where the Spirit of God reveals uh, knowledge and information and truth to you that you may not have seen before. Even though you looked at it, you may not have seen it before. So we're going to uh, jump in this time, Joel, around Ephesians 1.13 and just kind of uh, read a few verses and, and uh, uh, expound upon them just briefly. And, and uh, hopefully we'll pick up some more of that truth that we can uh, apply to our lives and, and uh, get to know God even, even better than what we do now. Um, a phrase that we became familiar with last time, was the phrase, in him. We, we saw that at least a couple of times here in the first part of Ephesians. And here we are again in verse 13. Uh, it says, in him you also trusted, after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption uh, until the redemption of the purchased possession to the praise of his glory. A guarantee. I love that word. Yeah, I see there's so many, you know, so many ways we could go with this, but it says we were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, the guarantee of our inheritance. And you think back to, you know, uh, Paul's old way of thinking and, and the old covenant ways in which every year they had to bring the sacrifices 
uh, and and only and and even in bringing the sacrifices year after year, having to find the perfect animals and bringing the perfect sacrifice, even then, you know, uh, another part of the Bible, ta- another part of the New Testament talks about that being a, a reminder of sin, really. All that that did was remind them of their sin. It did absolutely nothing uh, to make them right with God forever. I mean, it just, it covered their sins for a time, but re- really it was a, a yearly reminder of their sins. And here uh, in the New Covenant, we've got this Holy Spirit We've been sealed with the Holy Spirit. He's the guarantee of our inheritance. See, before, all all the sacrifices did was just to tell you, okay, you've made your sacrifice, you're covered for another year. No guarantees of anything. You, because next year you got to come back and you got to bring some more sacrifices. But here we've got the Holy Spirit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession. You were talking about uh, that reminder of sin, Joel, and I know in one of our other programs uh, from the Gospel of John, we talked about how the Holy Spirit would actually, uh, I'm going to paraphrase here a little bit with the phraseology, but uh, the Holy Spirit was was, uh, given to us to remind us of uh, the fact that we are now righteous, Mm -hmm. those of us who believe. For those of us who have come to faith, the Spirit of God is now there. One One of his jobs, so to speak, is to remind you that you are righteous, and, and that's exciting under this new covenant. Yeah, I think, you know, we were talking about one of the Gospels where it does, where Jesus was talking about that the Holy, that the, you know, the law was given, uh, to convict people of sin, and, uh, the Holy Spirit will convict believers, yeah, indeed, of righteousness, reminding us of our righteousness. I, I don't know about you, but I lived a big part of my Christian life being reminded, and always, always just thinking I was just this sinner who was saved by grace. And I always had, you know, thought, man, I, I just, I'm never going to overcome, uh, this sinful nature that I've got. I was, I was constantly reminded myself of my own sin. When I would read the Bible, it would be, I would, I would read and feel guilty. I would read God's love letter to me. And all that would happen was that I would feel guilty because I myself, all I could see uh was you know was my own sin but then i got uh, kind of a glimpse of, of of what jesus has done for me that he died so that my guilt will be taken care of that my guilt would be done away with and that i could have this this promise this guarantee this inheritance that's not by anything that i've done or haven't done but it's it's by the work of jesus christ and and i began my life began to change around and and hopefully for you the listener i mean if you're struggling with this christian life Christ died for you so that you would be so that the the ministry of death which is the law the ministry of condemnation would be done away with in your life and you could have freedom and fullness and abundance of life not walking around with your head hung low feeling guilty because the overcoming power is in the holy spirit it's never found in ourselves yeah, feeling guilty and afraid a lot of times, wondering mm-hmm. where do you really stand with God? I mean, that, that's a really terrible feeling, and, and there are many believers walking around that way today, just like unbelievers. You know, the Bible says that those those without hope are subject to a bondage all of their lifetime. It's called the fear of death. Well, there's a lot of fear that a lot of believers are dealing with in their life, too, because they haven't really been taught or uh, they haven't really understood um, the love that God has for them. Remember, First John, there's no fear in love. And uh, a lot of times, uh, our perspective of God 
and the Lord himself will be dependent upon what's been taught to us or, or what has been communicated to us about God, how the scriptures have been taught to us. Joel, years ago, I, I knew a young man. Um, this was when we were, I don't know, late teens, early 20s. I met a young man that I worked with. And he just, he had recently become a Christian and he was a very dedicated, uh, follower of Christ. But he made the comment to me one time while we were at work. He said, you know, and he had a pretty conservative background. I'm not saying that, that it was bad or, or, or good. I'm just saying, you know, they, they taught the Bible and I thought he went to a pretty good church and everything. But he just made the comment that, uh, I can't picture, this is what he said. He said, I can't picture Jesus laughing. And see, that was just his perspective, and how he came to that, I don't know, if it was just on his own, or if he had heard it from somebody else, or maybe it was the way that Jesus had been portrayed or communicated to him through some sort of teaching, uh, you know, I don't know, I have no idea, but he just made that comment, and so, again, it can be a perspective of, of what we think is right, but he just could not picture, in his own mind, he couldn't picture Jesus laughing. No, that's sad. I mean, that's that's hard because he's, you know, the the fruit of of a spiritual walk. I mean, the fruit of the spirit in us is love, it's joy, it's peace, and and there's so many good things about you know us having been. We were created in the image of God, and of course, because of Adam, and 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 through Adam, sin entered into the world, and and things went, you know, obviously downhill because of that. But Jesus Christ came to restore that. He came to restore joy. He came to restore peace, and uh, and all the things that the Spirit can do in our lives. And if there's, I don't know, if, if Christianity is meant to be just, a, you know, a stern look on your face and always wondering if you're doing right and just a, just a matter of always trying to figure out if I'm doing the right thing or not, there's, there's just no joy in that. I don't believe that that's what God created us for. I think he created us for relationship and freedom uh, with him. Well, Joel, I, verse two, it's hard to believe that we got all of that just out of two verses. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see what else we can find in there. Oh. <laughs> and I'm sure next time we probably could. Maybe if we read them again, we'd get some more. Get some more. Out. There you go. <laughs> we could stay in Ephesians for the whole rest. You know, let's let's just do our Growing in Grace program for the rest of our life and stay on those two verses. <laughs> You might have something there. <laughs> I know some people that probably could, and, and they could probably find some uh, pretty legalistic stuff in there, too, if they really tried. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can always find that. You don't have to look too hard for that. Um, I, I know if we started reading now, I think the next seven verses are all one sentence. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, we read the Bible, so, you know, we read them in verses. But, you know, I'm, I'm looking here, and I'm thinking, you know, there's not a great break here. Take a breath, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, I, I don't even know how much time we've got left in our program, but let's see what we can come here with uh, Ephesians 1.15. Paul said, Therefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. Ah, I love that. I, I, I love that prayer because I was, you know, I was thinking back to, to those days when, when, when guilt was all that I felt and a lack of being close to God. And somebody, you know, I think I, I came across this verse somehow and I saw that Paul was praying, uh, these things for, for the people, thanking, thanking God that, that, that he, uh, would give them the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. And I began to pray that for myself and it wasn't too long after that, I don't think that, 
that the Lord did start to reveal some things to me about how he how he feels about me, how he cares about me. And I think that's a great prayer for us all to be praying for each other. Well, and, you know, I'm just be, to, to be honest, I mean, I, I wish my prayer life was stronger than it is, and I suppose I'm not the only one that would be saying that right now. But, I, I you know, as, as I grew in grace, Joel, I probably started spending, I'm not recommending this, by the way, but I probably started spending less time in prayer. can't really tell you why. I don't know. I ask myself that all the time. I'm, I'm thinking... Because when I was under legalism, there was always people harping on me, and probably me harping on myself, to spend more time praying. Pray an hour a day, whatever it was, you know. And uh, so I would do that uh, with a legalistic mindset. And when I moved into grace, because I knew I wasn't bound to do that, I just found myself enjoying God's fellowship without necessarily having to be, uh, quote-unquote, in prayer for uh, great lengths of time like I used to think I had to be. Yeah, well, I think that's probably a good place uh, for us to end with time running out here. But, you know, th- just that thought that uh, in in the former way of thinking, uh, at least in my life and in your life, it was a duty. You know, prayer and Bible reading were duties. And now that it's relationship, it's not like, you ha- I mean, it's great to have a set maybe a set time to pray or to read your Bible or whatever. Everyone does it a little bit differently, but you're now free uh, to do these things and, it, and it's you're not bound to them, but it, it becomes just a natural outflow of our relationship with the Father, just wanting to, to learn about Him and, and gain wisdom from, from His heart to ours. Well, I'm Joel Brzezinski, Mike Kapler with me. We'll be back again with you next time. More talk then about growing in grace. You've been listening to Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Baruzaki, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ.